I am Johnny Massacre and welcome to the Wednesday Night Massacre. On tonight's show, Joe Biden pushes America to the brink of economic collapse as the Fed raises interest rates and Biden blames Putin and oil companies for inflation and says the solution is raising taxes and green energy. Who is with me? Okay, so America is in huge trouble. Biden spoke at the American Federation of Labor and Congress of Industrial Organizations, which is the largest federation of unions in the United States. Basically, Biden spoke yesterday and he outlined his plan to stop inflation, rising fuel and food prices. And he doubled down on stupid. He doubled down on green energy when that's not going to do anything right now. And he blamed big business for all of these problems that are hurting you in your wallet. So where did, did this all begin? So quite simply, it looks like we're heading into a recession and Joe Biden is doing the opposite of what needs to be done. How do I know we're heading into a recession other than um, the, the price of goods raising by nearly 10% in America this month, other than gas prices setting record rates on a daily basis, other than inflation being at its worst point than it has been for 40 years, other than crypto crashing quite hard well now the fed is raising interest rates and this is bad news check this out fox news say fed raises interest rate by 75 basis points in historic move to fight inflation historic interest rate hike comes as inflation soars to new high the federal reserve on wednesday raised its benchmark interest rate by 75 basis points for the first time in nearly three decades in an attempt to stave off inflation so what the hell does all of this mean well according to cbc the fed meaning the federal reserve which is the central banking system in america who can print up magical money from the money tree their main tool to battle inflation is interest rates so interest rates is how much you have to pay back on top of what you borrowed and by raising interest rates it means the borrowing rate for commercial banks is increased and therefore those rates are passed along to businesses and to you. That higher rate influences the rate that you pay on everything from credit cards to mortgages, car loans, and it makes borrowing more expensive. So it makes people think twice about borrowing and it quite simply slows down the economy when it's moving too fast and buys the Fed and the government a bit of time to fix it. So quite simply, when the economy's fucked, you want to unshackle the people, in my opinion. You want to get rid of red tape. You want to lower taxes. You want to encourage people to start new businesses, make sure there are a lot of products on the market to satisfy demand and free up the consumers and stimulate the economy. But this is going to make people not want to spend any money because interest rates are higher. And actually, also, it means that people's savings are in a better position because interest rates are higher. So it encourages people to save money and not spend it. That is basically what the Federal Reserve is doing now. The Federal Reserve are part of the reason we're in this mess. They printed up $1.9 trillion on top of other trillion dollar packages. The American Rescue Plan flooded the economy with money when there aren't enough products and the government are locking people down, causing inflation. And their attempt to fix this car crash is just to now create a car crash in slow motion to slow down the economy and delay the inevitable, make it harder for businesses to even start because interest rates are higher. How the hell that's going to help the economy? I do not know, but Joe Biden apparently knows. Anyways, even if you accept and agree with me that all of this is terrible and the economy is bad and we're heading into recession, at least we're punishing terrible Russia by hurting them with sanctions so badly, right? 
right, right, wrong. According to New York Times, Russia's oil revenue soars despite sanctions, study finds. Rising oil prices more than offset a decline in export volumes during the first 100 days of the assault on Ukraine. So Russia has loads of oil, we don't. And therefore, they can charge even more for their oil right now when there's an oil crisis. So who are these sanctions really hurting? Because it seems to me they're hurting us much more than they're actually hurting Russia. Now, Biden blamed soaring US prices and inflation on Russia and Russia alone. So I just want to say, if it is Russia's fault, the fact that Congress now wants to give another $1 billion to Ukraine, that means it's going to prolong this war and make inflation even worse. So they're taking your tax money and instead of just of investing in infrastructure and the people they're giving it to ukraine a war that they started when they had no business being over there in the first place the western sphere of influence does not stretch to ukraine and then with the war that they basically started by pissing around on russia's doorstep they're now going to pump more money over there to keep that war going that's destroying the west and creating inflation jesus 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 so yes Biden blames all of these rising prices on Russia. Do you want to see Biden do that? It's going to make you sick, but allow me to show you. Here he is. My plan is simple. First, I'm doing everything in my power to blunt Putin's gas price hike. Just since he invaded Ukraine, it's gone up $1.74 a gallon because of nothing else but that. Huh. Because of nothing else but that, all of these fuel price increases and inflation is all due to Putin. Well, actually, no, this is not true. Here are some facts for you. The week before Biden's inauguration, the price of a gallon of regular gas in the United States was $2.46. Before the Ukraine war, it was $3.58. Before the war in Ukraine, Biden presided over the largest year-over-year -year price rise in at least 30 years. So that is a lie. This was brought upon by Biden and now it's exacerbated by America pissing around on Ukraine's doorstep. So I have a plan to bring down the cost of gas and food. This speech was messed up, by the way. If you watch this, you, you, unless you're the most hardened leftist fanatic, you would have felt lost after this. Biden was kind of, you know, when he goes into those weird ranty shouty things where he suddenly goes, yeah, starts shouting at people and then duh, 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 he's stuttering and stuff. And he's just, he's all over the place. This was just, this was vintage Biden. It was very, very difficult to see. Now, in spite of Biden there blaming all of this on Putin, it is his war on oil and American energy that has really created this, in my opinion. Just hours after Biden's inauguration, his executive order killed the Keystone XL pipeline and launched the Democrat war on oil. I have researched how many barrels of oil the Keystone XL pipeline extension from Canada would have created. And it's literally exactly the same amount as the amount of oil lost after we fell out with Russia. So there's that. Biden started the Democrat war on oil. He suspended all oil and gas leases in Alaska's Arctic National Wildlife Refuge and began working on his pledge to ban all new oil and gas permitting on public lands and waters. Restrictions on development and federal lands and waters were widespread. Biden came into office having promised that his administration would, quote, end 
fossil fuel, end quote. Go and look it up. So when you announce your intention to tax and regulate the fossil fuel industry out of existence, investors and workers listen. The results are less production, less oil and higher prices. It is all in this link that I will share with you below that is rather fascinating and I am sure you will absolutely love it. It's an article on the NY Post. You can see a little bit of it here. It explains how this is not Putin's fault. It is mostly Biden's fault. For example, day one, um, just hours after Biden's inauguration, his executive order killed the Keystone XL pipeline and launched the Democrat war on oil. National climate advisor Gina McCarthy entered office. She once said, I want all fossil fuels gone. January the 27th, Biden directed the Interior Department to stop oil and natural gas leases on federal lands. And on and on and on it goes. So as soon as Biden came in, he said, we're going to get rid of oil and we're going to do green energy, which will take 20, 30 years to do. And it doesn't even work anyways. If it worked, why isn't there one country in the world that's using it effectively? There isn't. It's just a corrupt thing. It's money laundering. They can make huge government contracts with these companies that they're invested in. And then I'm sure those companies will buy a few of Biden's paintings down the line. On top of this, there's Biden's American Rescue Plan, the $1.9 trillion social spending disguised as pandemic relief, which shoveled so much money into the economy that the demand side overheated while the supply side could not keep up. Supply chain crisis, terrible inflation and whatnot. So you might be asking yourself, what is Biden's plan to stop all of this? Well, it's in several phases. So let's gonna, kind of go through it bit by bit. Now, Biden's first plan is to release the emergency reserves of oil that you're only supposed to release in terms of a national emergency like a war. Okay, sweet. So let's deplete all of America's oil that we could be producing if he wouldn't have cancelled the Keystone XL pipeline. Take it away, potatoes. So I have a plan to bring down the cost of gas and food. It's going to take time, but let the world coordinate the largest release what I've been able to do. The largest release of oil and from the global fund in history. <laughs> million barrels a day and 240 million barrels. Hey guys, if I say a big number, are you impressed? We're going to like give away all of our reserve oil that without we're going to be completely screwed. Millions of barrels of it. To boost global supply. Well, I convinced other nations to join us to keep prices from rising, keep prices from rising even more. And I'm working closely with our European partners to get 20 million tons of grain locked in Ukraine. Sweet, we're going to get some grain. That's going to fix the energy crisis. Out onto the market to help bring down food prices. Bring down food prices. Okay, so Biden now speaking in German. Very impressive. I did not know he was bilingual. So. You're going to use the emergency reserves. That's how you're going to fix this. So you're going to, how about making the oil? How about making the oil with the Keystone XL pipeline? How about not making it difficult for American companies to make their own oil? How about that? No, 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 no. But Joe, he likes to profit off these sweet deals. You saw what he was doing in China with Hunter and Ukraine. Well, he's going to do that, but with all the green energy companies in America. But, but, but there are other parts to his bumbling plan. So other parts to his strategy is to blame the oil companies. So now it's the oil companies' faults, apparently. So let's have a look at this. According to AP, 
Biden tells oil refiners produce more gas, fewer profits. Joe Biden called on US oil refiners to produce more gasoline and diesel, saying their profits have tripled during a time of war between Russia and Ukraine. Yes, yes, because if oil becomes scarce, scarcity equals demand, which means the prices go up. It is basic economics. If you make it difficult for any companies to start drilling oil or making oil in America, then there's no competition. So how can companies compete to drive the prices down? You made it as difficult as possible for these companies to run and produce oil. And now you're saying produce more oil and you're making too much money. So he's going to raise taxes on them. That's basically his plan. He's going to raise taxes on the oil companies in America. So there's not enough oil. I know if we cut their profits even more, they're gonna make even more oil, according to Joe Biden. You, you simply cannot make this stuff up. Look at this on, on Bloomberg, it's, it's hilarious. They say Biden ally floats 21% surtax on oil profits to blunt inflation. So instead of stimulating the economy, supercharging it, removing all of these sanctions and, and hurdles and hoops and red tape on the oil industry and just saying, go for it, make your own oil, because we're, we're just going to buy it anyways. As far as green energy goes, we're still going to use the same amount. It's just going to be more expensive. So why don't you make it? And then when America's energy independent and doing really well, then we'll switch to to green energy. No, instead, he's going to say he's going to hamstring them further by raising taxes on them, which means that they're going to lay off more staff and it's, they're gonna produce even less oil. Honest to God, I could run America and the American economy better than Joe Biden and the Federal Reserve. And do you know what's super, super crazy about all this? Well, Joe Biden is now gonna go to Saudi Arabia to get oil anywhere but America itself. If you're still gonna use the oil anyways, why not just produce it yourself and not buy it off people with heinous human rights records who are gonna flog it at double the price? Look, on MSN, they say Biden's July the 15th, 16th visit to Saudi Arabia um, ends his campaign to pledge to make the kingdom a pariah as he struggles to combat high US gasoline. And Saudi Arabia are basically gloating about this now and saying, ha, ah, yeah, now Biden's coming over and whatnot. Um, so Biden's actually going to get the oil from Saudi Arabia. So what is Joe Biden's final parts to fix this inflation crisis and energy crisis. Well, it's green energy and he says, jobs, jobs, a lot of jobs. That's gonna fix it and blaming big business. So let's hear Joe Biden's final strategy for fixing this insane mess. Take it away, potatoes. Congress would need the cost of families today by passing the clean energy investments I proposed. Things like tax credit for business to produce cleaner energy. So we don't have enough oil, which is one of the reasons why gas prices are so expensive and everything's so expensive because oil and petroleum creates everything from your fucking toothbrush to this camera. And so to fix that, we're going to start building windmills, which will take like 20 to 30 years. Okay. Tax cuts for families that make their homes more energy efficient. So no tax cuts for oil industries when we need the oil, which will do a massive, massive, massive push to remove this inflation and soaring energy prices no tax cuts for those companies tax cuts for green energy decades away and even when it comes it's not energy efficient and it doesn't produce enough power which is the way would mean a lot more jobs by the way what does this even mean like i'm sitting here i have a job you have a job and the inflation's bad and prices are up how are we going to fix it there's going to be more jobs 
So what, I'm going to leave my job and take another one in, in green energy? It's not really my field, but okay. What does this even mean? And what, that's going to make the economy good one day? Green energy clearly isn't ready. Oil is ready. Oil works. Why don't you just open the Keystone XL pipeline? Why don't you make it as easy as possible for American companies to drill for oil and make their own oil and don't try to make it inhibitive for them? That's all you have to do. For some folks in this room. The thing is, the Democrats need a crisis and the climate change crisis is a really good crisis for them because they can scare you and say, if you don't vote for us, the world's going to be destroyed in the same way they say, if you don't vote for us, you're a racist and all that kind of stuff. Uh, if you don't vote for us, you're going to make white supremacy destroy everything. They need a crisis. So I think a crisis is more important than the economy for them right now, which, yes, it's, it's completely insane. And they're going to get their ass handed to them in the midterms as long as it's not fortified. I met with nearly a dozen of large CEO CEOs of the largest 12 utility companies in America. They said if you pass that tax cut, that, that tax credit for modernizing the home, winterizing, et cetera, we will guarantee we'll immediately lower the average cost of energy cost $500 a year for the average family. So inflation is mad. No one's got any money for anything right now because it all costs so much. And you're saying you're going to give us a tax cut to spend more money to modernize our homes. Whew. That'd help a lot. No, it wouldn't. No, it wouldn't. You need to bring down the cost of fuel and you need to bring down inflation. And the way to do that is to make America energy independent. And not with this sham green energy that's inefficient, will take 20 to 30 years to initiate and, w and won't generate enough power. And it's simply going to make you and your buddies rich. And it's another ex excuse to scoop into all that delicious tax money that you've already frittered away. In the long run, it would help finally make America truly energy independent. So in the future, American families no longer subject to the winds of whims of dictators halfway around the world. Who you're going over to very soon to buy oil off in Saudi Arabia. We've laid out concrete plans for families <coughs> to save money. Okay, yeah, I can't even watch this anymore. So, so you get, this is just completely insane. And it's, the best summary of it is this. This is, this is how ridiculous it is. When I think global warming, I think jobs. Jobs, jobs, jobs. That tells you everything you need to know. He says, when I think global warming, I think jobs, 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 jobs. When I think global warming, I think the destruction of the population. But when this guy thinks global warming, he thinks money, 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 green energy, big government contracts, money laundering. He'll give a few speeches to these people who lobby him to get those contracts and he'll get paid millions for it. Yes, textbook tyranny, a small group of elites will profit massively. Everything else gets destroyed and it is getting destroyed right now so there you go um the fed is raising interest rates it's going to slow down the economy it's going to make it even more difficult for businesses to start because interest rates are higher and what is biden doing in the face of all of this stuff he's doubling down on green energy and he's quite simply blaming big business um there's a part at the end of that clip when he he basically says this is all about taxing big business more and seems to blame this whole thing on big business. Let me just find it for you. It's right at the end here. Share and tax. Check, check this out. Your family in America by 30 bucks a month. That's a lot of money. And it's a lot of jobs. Sweet. Can't wait for those tasty jobs. Look, 
we can do all this. I'm asking, all I'm asking is for the largest corporations and the wealthiest Americans to begin to pay their fair share in taxes. Left is mentally ill. He's actually suggesting these, these corporations are the reason for this inflation, when really it's the Federal Reserve and it's the government centralization to all businesses and shutting down the economy over COVID and the war on American energy. That's why this is happening. The American big business paid the most amount of taxes out of everyone. Yes, they should pay more, but they paid more taxes than anyone. And Biden essentially is insinuating that this is all because of big business and he's trying to hamstring them more, which is going to have the opposite effect. They are cunts, but hamstringing these big businesses is going to make it even more difficult to make oil. So there you go. So Biden's strategy to combat inflation and rising energy and food prices is to double down on green energy and to raise taxes. He's doing the opposite of what needs to be done. And I think it's only going to get worse. So there you go. I'm Johnny Massacre. And if you're just joining us, we are discussing the Fed raising interest rates and Biden's plan to stave off inflation and rising energy and food costs. But if you have been watching from the beginning, then stop your grinning and drop your linen, donate some cash and let's keep winning. Streamlabs.com forward slash Johnny Massacre. Only 15 days to go to make $495. Please click, click the donation link. Streamlabs.com forward slash Johnny Massacre in the description box below. Keep this channel running. Fund the massacre. I have been Johnny Massacre. And I tell you what, mate, you better be back for the next episode. Otherwise, I'll be coming around your house. Please make sure to like and subscribe and hit that notification bell because that is what all those other cunts tell you to do. See, I'm trying not to swear. That's the thing. But it's nearly impossible. I realize I've watched so many episodes of my own show. And every time I say I'm going to try not to swear, I say the filthiest stuff. Next time, I'm going to try one more time. If I don't manage it then, then we'll just keep on fucking swearing. Layers.